Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. Um, got a bunch of text messages coming in. Uh, we're going to get to uh, a lot of them there. Thank you, Pastor Mitch, for checking in. I appreciate your blessings always. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into the Sanctuary City in just a minute, but I, let me see where these text messages come. Uh, Rob, uh, they just did line painting by my house. I can't believe how terrible the job they did. The center line, yellow line has about three feet of overspray. That's coming from the body shop guy, so he probably definitely knows what he's talking about. And we said, hey, lame duck commissioners, here's an idea. You're not on the ballot because we don't want you making decisions on our money anymore. Step away or step down. I, I agree there. And here you get the cartoon characters jumping in. Rob, let me see if I get your point you're trying to make. When it comes to the son of Biden, you're a big gun control advocate. Otherwise, not so much. Got it. So you're an advocate of allowing someone with a drug problem to obtain firearms? I mean, that, that's, that's the law. That's illegal. That's not advocating gun control for anyone. And yes, people who should not have guns should not have them. And there's a whole list of people that shouldn't have them. Felons, if you have a drug problem. And yes, you shouldn't be buying a gun and disposing it in a dumpster near a school. So yeah, I am all for criminals not having access to guns. So I'm not sure what your point is. Are you advocating that people like that, felons, domestic abusers, people with drug issues, mental health issues, you're advocating they should have guns? Texter? Because um, that's what I'm getting out of your text message here. You're trying to, you're trying to see if you got my point. I'm trying to make. No, I wasn't trying to make a point. Yes, the president's son bought a gun illegally. He should pay for that, just like anyone else who does something illegal with a firearm. Not the mere possession of uh, of. Um, a firearm or owning a firearm, which I advocate for any law-abiding citizen to do. Train, become proficient with it, carry it often. Carry it wherever you can. So not really sure of uh, you know what's going on there. We'll talk about the uh, sanctuary city issue in, uh, in New York and other places in a minute. Uh, I have the audio from Mayor... Eric Adams in New York talking about basically throwing up his arms saying we're doomed. And I paired that with uh, Mayor Kenny from Philadelphia's dance that he did saying he was a sanctuary city. Dancing with his aide coming out of the office where that was just done. But first, I, you know, I want to go something uh, a little more personal to me. And I'm, I'm glad he called in. Let me go to uh, Charlie Spano, 9-11 Memorial chairperson for Lackawanna County. Charlie, thanks for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show. Oh, hi, Rob. Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate taking my call. I believe this is the first time I've called your show since you've gone on the air. Yes, yes. Um, I want to start by thanking you for being our speaker Monday morning, September 11th, um, during the ceremony between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. up at McDade Park. Uh, my understanding from your background and your bio is that you have some intimate familiarity with that particular day. And uh, 
other than your police background, too. So I'm very glad that you accepted our invitation to speak. No, I'm honored that you reached out to me. I'm glad, uh, you know, I was able to do it. I, I'm kind of, as far as, as the day of September 11th goes, uh, it's kind of a play-it-by-ear day for me because uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. But it, it's something I definitely want to do. It's something I will be there for. I've committed to it. You know, I'll, it's not like I'm not going to show up. I'm going to be there. But just so the audience knows, you know, there's there's day there's years that where I just don't want to do anything in public or such, but I think it's such a, a poignant reminder, and I've been to the memorial here in Lackawanna County. Uh, I believe back in 2006 I was there, and I did meet you back then. I think Senator Casey was there at the time as well, and and I said some words uh, on that day. I think it was 2006, right after I moved here. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to going again because it's it's something – that affected a lot of us here. It, it affected the trajectory of my entire family. I'm sure it it, it affected, you know, uh, almost everyone in Lackawanna County. So the, the more we just hit that never forget mantra and just remind everybody that there are patriots out there each and every moment of each and every day protecting American values, and we can never forget, you know, the path that we've taken to get there. And in a lot of respects, it is they putting their life on the line every day, the blue line, the red line for the firemen, that maintains a free society. And to have that diminished, disparaged, um, even defunded is a really bad idea. It is, and we've seen the the results of that in the cities that went down direction. Thankfully, a lot here in Northeast Pennsylvania didn't go in that direction and didn't didn't uh, walk down that path because we are seeing how destructive that was in the places that did it. Um, you know, I've I moved here twenty years ago to spend the rest of my life, raise my kids, and this is where I call home. This is where I want to call home for the rest of my days on this earth. I'm proud to be a Lackawanna County resident, and I'm proud to bring my experiences from 9-11, from the 93 World Trade Center bombing, and unfortunately the other terrorist attacks that I was directly involved right. in, um, you know, to the other people of Lackawanna County. So they, they, they understand that there are wolves at our doors, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, without the men and women in our fire services and our EMTs, our paramedics, our police officers out there, our sheriffs, our constables, that run towards that danger without asking a thing about the victim. They don't care what color you are. They don't care how much you make. They don't care what religion you do. You call that 911 system for help, and they are risking their lives to come to you. And that's what we pay tribute to every year when we do that. And I understand your point. It's a pretty grim day. It, it's still something that I believe for the majority of people, um, say, from your age on up, and certainly my age on up, uh, we remember it vividly. Uh, there are people in the country today who were born that day and are now in their 20s who may not remember it. And as Pearl Harbor, the sting and the horror and the fear faded over generation, over generation, over generation, we still remember it because of its importance in the history of the country and the challenge to a civilized society. That's why we do what we do every year that we can at the memorial. So Monday morning, 8 o'clock, we'll have some prayers, we'll have some songs. 
The Marine Corps League will uh, do a firing salute. We have the firemen from the Char- Stanton Charlie, Department. Charlie, can you hold on? I think we got an emergency alert coming in for our weather. We have to our... I apologize, Charlie. Thanks for holding on for that. Uh, can you walk us through the event that's going to ha- happen on Monday and tell people how they can come and be a part of it? Charlie? I'm here. Yeah. Th- okay, th- we're back. Hold- yeah, we're back. Thank you for holding on for that. Okay. Uh, if you could tell oh. people uh, you know, about the event on Monday and how they can come attend and be part of it. We just, uh, it's open to the public. Uh, Please come up and spend a few minutes to remember the Lackawanna County soldiers who gave their lives in the war on terror and the three civilians of Lackawanna County who perished on that day or because of that day. And as I was saying, the firemen will be up there with the bell ceremony, which is always a very uh, solemn and moving event. And uh, we look forward to... uh, having a meaningful remembrance for our deceased. Oh, I, I, again, I'm truly honored to be asked to be a part of it. And I, I, um, I, I think it's going to be a great event for the other events I've been to. Uh, I've been out to Shanksville and, and to be quite honest, I went to ground zero for the first time in 2021 was the first time I was able to return after working there for right. a year on 9-11. I was finally able to go right. back and kind of, you know, make peace with my history there. Sure. Uh, but I've been out to Shanksville. I've been out down to the Pentagon multiple times. You know, the first year I moved here in, in 2004, I went out to Shanksville, and I spent some time with, uh, at that time, it was Secretary of Homeland Security Tom Ridge and Governor Endell at the, the, the Homeland Security, right. uh, at the Flight 93 Memorial out there. Uh, because Pennsylvania was my new home. That's where I wanted to be part of. And uh, it, it was it was just uh, seeing how that memorial out there has grown has been a Indeed. tremendous uh, perspective on the resilience of the American spirit. Indeed. Well, thank you very much for your time. And Charlie, so it's McDade. Look forward to Mc, seeing you Mc, Monday. McDade Park at 8. 8 a.m. Monday morning. Okay. And everybody out there, please join us and uh, pay tribute to the, the, those we've lost and those that still walk that line to protect us each and every day. Charlie, thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back after this. And this traffic update is brought to you by Pentelladata Internet. There is a little bit of slowing 81 southbound between Pittston and Wilkesbury. Expect to dip below 40 miles per hour. A little bit of slowing both directions in the Scranton area. Heavy traffic heading into the Back Mountain as well. And these storms may be causing some issues on various roadways with heavy rains and some heavy winds as well that could be blowing debris in the roads. Just use caution as you head out today. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone. W-I-L-K traffic. Back to you, Rob. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Severe thunderstorm watches and warnings this afternoon. Today, hot and humid with showers and storms high in the 90s. Tonight, warm and humid, storms ending low 70. Friday, warm with showers and storms possible, high 84. Saturday, spotty showers and storms possible, high 82. Sunday, spotty showers and storms possible, high 77. It's uh, currently raining outside. I don't have the temperature. It's 82 degrees and raining outside. Some storms in our area, so be careful.
Well, we're back with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. Somebody says uh, Nanakoke is a mess from hail, so be careful out there uh, when we listen. We were talking about the uh, the sanctuary city and how this has backfired on that. But you know what? Even cities like New York, Philadelphia, and that they haven't revoked their sanctuary status. But the mayor's plea yesterday and today in New York City has been pretty dramatic. Basically saying he's it's he's never seen anything like this before. They're talking about 10,000 migrants. We're going to talk about how the Board of Education is preparing, where the Department of Education in New York City basically told teachers, you're on your own as far as finding translators, as far as getting supplies, materials, or anything your children might need that are children of migrants. But here's Eric Adams in New York City um, in his warning that the rest of the nation should pretty much uh, take very seriously. Support and let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just getting Venezuela. Now we're getting Ecuador. Now we're getting Russia speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We had a 12 billion dollar deficit that we're going to have to cut every service in this city is going to be impacted all of us and so i say to you as i turn it over to you this is some some of the most educated some of the most knowledgeable probably more of my commissioners and deputy commissioners and chiefs live in this community so as you ask me a question about migrants Tell me what role you played. How many of you organized to stop what they're doing to us? How many of you were part of the movement to say, we're seeing what this mayor is trying to do and they're destroying New York City? It's going to come to your neighborhoods. All of us are going to be impacted by this. I said it last year when we had 15,000. I'm telling you now with 110,000. The city we knew, we're about to lose. And we're all in this together, all of us. Staten Island said, send them out to Manhattan. Manhattan is saying, send them out to Queens. Queens is saying, send them out to Brooklyn. No, it's not the game we can play. Open the floor up. And that's it for uh, Mayor Adams in New York City. Uh, if you're not listening to that warning and saying, Jesus, I mean, what else is there to say? They're not looking to stop. He's saying, are you organizing? Are you stopping what they're doing? Is he talking about the Biden administration? Because that's what's going on. The Biden administration, this is a manufactured crisis. And you could go back to saying, well, a lot of the Biden policies are the same as the Trump policies. Yes, but unless they're enforced, you have no policies. And that's what they have now at the southern border. No policies whatsoever. It's a free-for-all. 
Listen to the experts on the ground. Listen to the Border Patrol chiefs when they talk before Congress, saying we do not have operational control. These issues are bankrupting our cities. And I've said it here for weeks now how $12 billion is 10% of the entire New York City budget. Every department, every agency, every service you use as a taxpayer in New York will be affected, will be lessened. You will have to do without. Why? Because politicians wanted to go down a road thinking this would never happen, that it would never get this bad. Well, you know what? When you allow policies to take place that allow it to get that bad, eventually it is. And that's what's going on. And there's not a thing in sight to slow this down. We'll talk more about how it's affecting our school systems and what the teachers in New York City and other areas have been told. If you don't think it's coming here to our area, Northeast Pennsylvania, you're out of your mind because they cannot sustain it. New York City, Baltimore, Philadelphia cannot sustain this. They will have no choice but to move them out of the area. And where's that area moved to? Right here in Northeast Pennsylvania. It's 4.32 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's the point of the show where I and our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 86 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day throughout history. None of them were from Pennsylvania. And I love every time I'm able to say that uh, when it's, you know, there's no... No one to say is a good thing for Pennsylvania, but the fact that there were 86 across the country um, is uh, speaks for itself throughout our history here in Pennsylvania. Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Joe from Berwick on a great story about veterans' awareness during this hero session. Joe. Yes, Rob. I'm, I'm real happy to share this with you because uh, especially after you just played that clip from Eric Adams and how bad everything is, I'm Glad to share with you a good story. Now, I'm not going to give the name here because, you know, I don't really have permission to, but I I know of this story because I did work for the family. Um, And and what had happened was uh, a veteran who, uh, a combat veteran served in Iraq, had uh, some serious issues in his life and ended up trying to take his own life. And when he was diagnosed, they said it was, you know, PTSD from, uh, you know, service-related and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I was very concerned about this man because I, I would see him, and he was basically all medicated up, and I've, I've, I've you know, like he, he was just out of it, and, there was talk of, you know, him going on permanent disability and whatnot. And I, you know, a guy has a family and I'm thinking, you know, that's, I'd hope there'd be a better answer than that because just sitting the rest of your life in a a stupor, you know, what kind of life is that? So it it ended up, uh, fortunately, I guess somebody did offer him help and whatnot and counseling and he, he's going through all that. And in the meantime, he, he, he gets in a pedestrian car accident, like he was the pedestrian hit by a vehicle and uh, 
got serious head and neck injuries while he's going through all that. And his poor wife, you know, keep his poor wife for all those years she's going through that. She, she was like the glue. Sorry, you're hearing thunder in the background. She was like the glue holding it all together through this. Well, finally, the story ends up that he gets a job and moves down to Florida, and he's going to be employed full-time by the Navy teaching uh, uh, military uh, family students on, on base down there. So, you know, thank God, it, it, it like I said, it, it, it had a good ending. And, you know, even when I would see the guy recently before all that happened, uh, Joe, he, he we're no going to have an EAS alert. Be in that stupor. Well, you at the Rob O'Donnell show on WILK News Radio. It looks like we're going to have multiple EASs going through the afternoon anyway. Let me bring back uh, Joe from Berwick. You still with us? Yes, I'm still with you. Sorry about that. We had all the alerts coming in and then uh, the good normal breaks. But so, so the moral of the story is you had this veteran who was in hard times, had issues, was going to take his own life ends up moving to Florida where he's going to teach at a, a Navy school. Yep. He's going to be teaching. And, and you know, that, that, that like I said, I, I don't know a, a lot of details. I certainly don't know um, as to who he spoke to and what kind of counseling he was getting. But the thing I'm real glad to hear of is that he, he was at one time in his life, he was on those very serious meds. He was just like out there. Okay. And, and like I said, there was talk of just putting one permanent disability. And for some reason, that didn't happen. And I know the last time I saw him, he was, you know, like a normal self again. He wasn't, you know, spaced out there on meds. So, it, you know, if you know somebody going through that, um, it, it can change is what I'm saying. They don't, they don't have to be left on those psych meds and just put on permanent disability for the rest of their lives. And that's what's great about this story is that, you know, that's not what happened with this guy. And he was obviously capable of more being a, a combat vet and all. And like I said, now he's, he's teaching uh, military children. Yeah, no no doubt. And I'm glad it worked out for him. And like you said, it's a positive story for others to seek that help. And even though if you know someone that's going through, uh, you know, bad times, uh, it does get better if they have the right people yeah. surrounding them and the right assets around them. Joe, I appreciate your message today. Yep, thank you, Rob. Thank you. Um, WILK, do we need the same weather warning three times in ten minutes? I get it. Talk about overkill. Yeah, we don't have any control over the EAS. That comes through our emergency alert system. It's a statewide issue. That's a national issue. And when they come in, they come in. Unfortunately, when our weather station in Binghamton, which is usually the one that puts them out, puts them out, there's a... Not much we can do. Let me see if we can go to uh, Wendy from Taylor real quick on migrants. Wendy, you there? Wendy. Yes, I am. Can uh, yep. can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. You're on. Oh, I got you. Oh, because I, I got you on the Bluetooth. I lost you there for a second. Um, so I, thank you to Joe for sharing that story because I don't think we hear things like that enough, and we I do know that they, they do happen. Um, but I wish I was calling with such positivity. Uh, listening to um, the fine mayor of New York City um, pleading uh, for help, um, this is what I have to say for all of these people that are so gung-ho about illegal immigration and sanctuary status. I hope the words, we tried to warn you, 
start to wake these people up. And while he says that in one breath, at the same time, while he's gallivanting over in Israel, those community leaders that he wants to speak up on this issue were being arrested on Staten Island and in other locations, namely Curtis Slewa. Um, I get it. I get it. We have to allow some people to come here for sanctuary. I get it, where they're being oppressed. But we tried to tell these people that they were coming from all over the world through the southern border, and they've sacrificed this country over a personality they did not like. And we are headed towards, quite honestly, what's going to end up being another depression, because if you notice, and, and I'm originally from New York. I've spent the last 32 years in the state of Pennsylvania. I'm a college transplant. I grew up on Long Island. So I know what New York is like. So what happened is all these people fled during COVID. And they drove the housing market to where people who live and work here can't even afford to rent, let alone purchase a home. Rent for a, for a garbage can right now in New York City is $10,000 a month. This stuff is going to cause these people to flee again. They're going to come here. They're going to make the housing market worse than what it already is now. Rents and groceries and everything else, the education system, it's all going to spiral. And the people that have worked as hard as they have all of their lives in this area are going to be out on the streets. They're not going to be able to feed themselves, feed their children, feed their animals, etc. We are headed for a disaster. But, hey, we don't have any more mean tweets, and Scranton <laughs> Joe and people like Portland Page can't do anything wrong. Wake up, Nipa. Wake yeah, up. Wendy, and if they don't think it's coming here, it, it has to. They, they're, they're at their limits in these There's places, no place and, and it'll have to, to come here. You're absolutely There's right. There's no place else for these people to go. Where are they going to go? And until your they're local school districts here. the next city that accepts them. Until your next, uh, what did you say, Jake? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Wendy. Um, yeah, That's you, okay. You, no, you're 100% correct. It's going to come here. I've been warning it's going to come here. These cities are at their breaking point. They can't financially afford it, and it'll take much less. By much less, I mean a hundredth of what they're dealing with if we get it here to overwhelm our systems, exactly. to overwhelm our school districts, exactly. to overwhelm our social services, and, and- our medical systems. And you know what? Honestly, Rob, it's not even about Trump at this point because it—it's—it's it, not a Trump. No, issue. this. First of all, this has this nothing to do with right Trump. This is this issue. has to do with a Biden manufactured crisis, and we're going to have to leave it there, Wendy, because I'm up against a break. You got it. Thank you. Thank you for your call. It's the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK. We'll be back. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Somebody texts in and says, What happened to the illegals they sent up to Cape Cod or Nantucket or wherever they sent them up there? First, they were going to. Activate the National Guard, then you never heard of it again. And it's true. Um, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK. Be careful out there with the storms. We'll be back.